We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast podcast we are so excited because this is our first friday being together uh i am new to the pack a day podcast i've never been a part of it i don't know about these guys but we kind of wanted to go around the room introduce ourselves to you. My name is Shanna Quinn and I do halftime and post-game reports for the Green Bay Packers radio network on 97.3 The Game and beyond. You can hear all the all the games on the iHeartRadio app depending on where you're at. So that's me and we also have Monty Moore here too. Hey guys, it's awesome being with you. Thank you um, everybody for listening. Um, Super excited to do this, um, especially ahead of a season that's so different for all of us, you know, following the Packers. It's we haven't seen a season with this much, you know, ex- not ne- not necessarily expectation, but, you know, new energy in it for a really long time. So super excited to be doing this with you guys. Um, I am also I, I do a show uh, also comes out every Friday. So if you like me, you'll be hearing me every Friday twice. Uh, and if you <laughs> do don't, it. you're still going to hear him twice. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that That's for game on. It's called Last Call Lambo. So I'm super excited to do this all season long and uh, can't wait to get started. And we have Nathan, too, who it's funny because, Nathan, I knew who you were prior. No offense, not because of the Packers, but because of the Bucks. I've never had a <laughs> basketball team to cheer for being from Buffalo, New York, because I'm not going to cheer for the Toronto Raptors. Um, so, you know, you I knew who you were already from the Bucks because I instantly became a fan of this super likable team. So, yeah, I was I was going to say a lot of people might know me from, you know, being on Bucks Twitter and being a huge Bucks fan, but. Um, super excited to be here. I'm a huge Packer fan as well. And, you know, people who follow me, see me, you know, I do the, the Bucks content, but I do a lot of Packers content as well. And super pumped to be doing this with you guys every Friday. And, um, you know, we're going to have a, have a great season, hopefully. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're coming off of a very exciting week. Of course, you know, you've heard all about it on the podcast all week, beating the Bears. Now, Green Bay going to Atlanta, going to take on the Falcons. Uh, The Packers have won the last two matchups, scored 30 plus points in both games. So we love that. But the Falcons have won the last three games played in Atlanta, including postseason. So how confident are we feeling about these Green Bay Packers getting out of Chicago and going to Atlanta? I think, I mean, Atlanta has kind of become one of those places the Packers just don't seem to play that well in. Um, And what's interesting about this one, again, all these, you know, every every game we're going into now just has a little bit of different feel, different energy, because there's so, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, But, I mean, I feel pretty good about this matchup just from a standpoint of, it's, it's definitely an interesting matchup. You got two, you know, young quarterbacks, Desmond Ritter is in his second year. Uh, Jordan loves in his second, you know, his only starting his second game as being the guy. Um, so I think what you're going to be looking at is it's just two really young teams. Um, and it's one of those young teams need to find ways to win. They have to learn how to win. Um, I don't expect, I don't expect everything to look great. I don't expect everything to look polished. Um, but you know, they're playing indoors. They're playing on turf. This Packer team is a lot of speed. So that's one thing I'm definitely interested in seeing. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the unknowns, and that's something right away that popped out to me about this matchup was like, as you said, both young quarterbacks. They're both young teams that don't really – they don't know exactly who they are yet. They're still trying to figure things out. And both coming off of wins in week one where they played a team that isn't very good, a team that, you know, yeah, they won the game and they looked good and everything like that, but you're kind of like this is their first true test. Um Falcons obviously went against, you know, they went against Bryce Young and the Panthers in week one. So rookie quarterback in his first game, like a little bit of an easier, easier matchup in week one for them. And then we had the Bears, who um, is always an easy matchup for us. So (laughs) uh, we both got week one wins, but we're both still a little bit unsure of exactly what our team is going to look like and what our team is, you know, how they're going to be this year. But super exciting to kind of see this as both of both teams first true test. I agree with you is that, you know, the Falcons, you got to play Bryce Young, which scares me more than Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I think, I think that makes sense just in the standpoint of, again, we've seen, you know, Justin Fields now for a couple of years and Bryce Young, sure. He's, you know, making only his second start at this point, but the, those, those unknowns from our end are just kind of the I'm sure the Falcons are kind of thinking the same way right I mean they don't really know what it's like to face Jordan Love so it's there's just going to be a lot of that that kind of uneasiness until the game starts you know settling in and and as you said with Justin Fields you've you've seen it before like this isn't this isn't his first game this isn't we we know he's not that good of a passer and I'm sorry to keep taking shots at the Bears right away but I'm not sorry (laughs) at all um but so yeah it's just like yeah, at least with with a guy like Bryce Young and with even with like Desmond Ritter and everything, you you haven't seen these guys as long. You haven't you just don't know. Like there is that upside, that potential that there could be something more. Whereas you know some of those other guys, like, again, we went against Fields and it's just it's more of a kind of confirmation that okay, yeah, this guy is who he has been the last couple of years. He's he's who we've thought he is. He should just be <laughs> running back, in my opinion, like Blake Run. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah, I think I think that this is such an exciting time in the NFL, too, with all these new quarterbacks and seeing what they have in them. So I'm excited to see this matchup. You know, I know that we kind of talked about this um, with Jordan Love, seeing what he has. I thought that he looked great against the Bears. Like I was pleasantly surprised when they showed that graphic on the screen 
showing Jordan Love versus Aaron Rodgers and those stats almost being the exact same. I thought that was super impressive. It's just, I don't know about you guys. I talked to um, Krista Watson the other day, Christian's mom, obviously, mm-hmm. and we both talked about the electricity around this team and how it is so much fun to watch and be a part of. Yeah, I, I think that's one reason that this season overall is so exciting. I mean, it's it's kind of nice not to have that, you know, burden of expectation um, where, you know, you're one of the expected to be one of the best teams standing at the end of the year, Super Bowl contender. Every play, every drive has so much pressure on it. Um, this team being so young, it's so refreshing because kind of like Nathan said, they don't know what they don't know yet. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 just they're just out there having fun and growing and learning together. And that's why there will be so many ups and downs this year. But as far as how it started, I mean, it started great. Um, and the the converse side of that now, had they had they unfortunately not beat the Bears, right, then you're going into this game and you have a lot more questions and you have answers. But I mean, as far as debuts goes, it looked great. You've got good momentum riding into this second game. And I think that's huge. I mean, the Packers open with two straight road games. It's It'd be really nice if one year under Matt LaFleur, they could open at home once. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they but, have the longest streak right now for opening up the season. Yeah, I think five five years in a row. Yes, yeah. correct, it's on ridiculous. the road. And it's like, can we just – just one game at Lambeau? Can we just yeah. open one time? Like, it's, it's nice to have those, those home games late in the year, especially, you know, now when, you know, we're in – I think we're in the – the odd numbered year. So the Packers only get eight home games. Whereas next yeah, year, they only have eight. They only yeah. have eight. Okay. So it's nice to get, at least you, we don't have as many home games. You get more later, but yeah, I mean, opening the season on the road with two straight road games. And like you said, Atlanta's not an easy environment to play. in. I mean, that the Mercedes Benz dome, like it's loud. And have either it, of you been there before? I have no. not been to the, to the new one. No, I, I I've been to the Georgia dome, which got crazy also, but. I've only been to Lambeau. I haven't been to any road um, uh, NFL stadiums. I've been to a few NBA ones, but not any NFL. Okay, so this is actually fun, too, for us to kind of touch base on. Um, So that's one of my goals is to go to every single NFL stadium. See, sorry, I have a take. My take is I I like football on TV more than I like it in person. I agree with you. Besides tailgating, obviously, you okay, know, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm also from Buffalo, so I have crazy built. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, my expectations are high when it comes to tailgating. <laughs> Lambo exceeds those expectations, but my goal is to go to every NFL stadium. And it's funny, we had this talk on 97.3 the game with Drew and KB. And I said, This is this was back in like May. I said, Oh, I'm gonna go see Taylor Swift at Soldier Field. Does that mean I can cross off Soldier Field? <laughs> and I said, Absolutely not. It's got to be a football game. That, that's what they said. They said it has to be a football game. I don't think I've ever been to, because you guys were both just saying, you know, with Atlanta Stadium and with, with Georgia Stadium that they're enclosed, right? So I yeah. don't think I've ever been to a game where it's enclosed. So I don't even know what that atmosphere is like firsthand. Like, is it, you know, like that that excitement of it? Because I'm used to the openness. Yeah, I mean, domes domes get crazy loud and, you know, the crowd – crowd feeds off of obviously momentum. Um, but it, it's one of those that I would consider it, you know, any, any road game is a hostile environment, but when you get a dome and it starts getting really loud and this is going to be one of those games where, right. Maybe it's going to be a little bit harder for Jordan love to hear things at the line. Um, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see as he grows throughout this season, 
kind of he's got a great command of the offense. We've seen it in the preseason. We saw it in that first game. But Matt LaFleur also said that he didn't think Jordan Love changed a single play. Um, you know, he 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 ran the plays that were called. I think I think Matt said he got a play call in late, so Love had to improvise. So that was really it. He didn't change anything. Um in in games like this where they're where they're in a dome and it gets really, really loud, they're gonna have to go silent count, right? Things like that. I think you're gonna start to see does he have that comfort level that he not that he's not allowed to change plays or anything, but is he comfortable doing it? Uh, does he have the confidence to do so versus yeah. just going by the playbook? You know, I, I, yeah, I think that that's a strong leadership quality to have. So that's an interesting thing to think about while we're watching the game on Sunday. Yeah. And, and, and not that, to, Oh no, I was just gonna ahead. say, not to, not to like, you know, keep going back to the bears game. Cause we're far past that at this point, but that second, that second touchdown he threw to Romeo Dobbs, it definitely, he gave him a little signal for him that they were going to, that they were going to run the fade because if you watch the line on that play, they were definitely run blocking. So mm-hmm. just little things like that. I mean, if you're noticing if he's doing one or two things like that week to week, game to game, like that's going to show that he's definitely progressing and, and, and developing and feeling better in this offense. Yeah. I was going to say that was probably the thing that I left week one most impressed about with him was just like you said, the command of the offense, the control, the composure that he showed like on the road, you know, you're playing a rival. It's your first start as the full-time starter. Like I did not expect him to look as comfortable as he did and as in control as he did. Um, That was an awesome thing. And especially like those third downs where, you know, the place gets loud and the bigger plays of the game, he was awesome on those, on those plays. And so that's like, he's already a few steps ahead of where I thought he would be. I thought he would take, you know, half the season to get really comfortable and get to a point where like we, you know, he looks in control out there and it's like, he did it in his first game. And again, obviously this is going to be a bigger test as far as, you know, a better defense most likely, but still it's like, it was just an awesome thing to see. Hello friends. As many of you know, a few years back, the Milwaukee Bucks were in the NBA finals and I desperately wanted to go to game six in Milwaukee to see them win the championship. As you can imagine, prices were insane, and I kept going back and forth with different apps to try and find the cheapest tickets possible. I finally found them, clicked purchase, and of course they were gone. Goodbye Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Now thankfully, the day of the game I was able to find a ticket, but the entire thing was so expensive and way too stressful. I really wish I could have simply used Game Time to alleviate all of the stress and all of the hassle. I've started using Game Time app for purchasing all of my tickets, and I wish I would have done so sooner. From low prices to easy to find tickets to last minute ticket deals, the Game Time app is perfect for all of my ticket needs. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. That's code P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's finally football season, which means it's also finally daily fantasy football season. And while I get excited to play daily fantasy every year around this time, I'm even more excited this year because I'll be using prize picks for all my daily fantasy selections. 
Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Even better, they offer ultra quick withdrawals to make all your transactions super fast and easy. Also keep an eye out for weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. My favorite, Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Before football season ramps up, I've been using prize picks for my MLB and college football picks as I prep for a season of winning in daily fantasy football. The experience has been amazing, and it's increased my daily enjoyment of watching Brewers and Badger games. Now, it's time to get some Jordan Love entries in prior to this weekend's game. The great thing for me is that they offer Apple Pay, which makes depositing money into my account so incredibly easy. So what are you waiting for? Join me on Prize Picks by going to prizepickscom packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepickscom packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Totally agree. So, you know, our whole thing here on Fridays is kind of talk about the matchups and uh, Monty, who are you going to be watching the most? Who are you going to be taking notes on? Who are you going to be zeroed in on on Sunday? So I'm going to have my eye on the the D line and especially uh, uh, guys like Devontae Wyatt, um, Lucas Van Ness, you know, both had extremely good week one games. Devontae Wyatt definitely looks like he he's taken that second year leap, which is the Packers need him to do that. I mean, like he's, if they're going to be, if their defense is going to be what it is supposed to be and what we think it can be, he's, he has to play well. And he started out great. I mean, he was, he was wrecking that game last week against the bears. Um, the Falcons offensive line, not great in pass protection in week one. Uh, I think overall they had, uh, I think they allowed four or five sacks uh, against the Panthers and the Panthers have a, the, a, a pretty good D line as well. They have a Brian Burns, you know, they have, um, uh, forgot his, his name is escaping me. Right? Oh, Derek Brown. Those two guys had huge games against the Falcons. So looking at guys like Rashawn Gary, Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, they should have very, very good games, uh, against the Falcons passing, passing attack. Uh, but the Falcons do run block very well. So I'm going, I'm definitely going to be looking and focusing on if we're able to control the running attack, they average five yards per carry against the Panthers. Um, we all know it always starts with stopping the run with the Packers defense. Just sometimes feels like they don't care about that as much. <laughs> um, so if they can, if they can do that, if they can, if they can hold the Falcons to a, you know a modest you know yards per attempt under you know under four, I think that's a huge boon for what's going to play out in this game. And and the Falcons are gonna run a ton. That team yes. does not want they don't want to throw. They, right. they like <laughs> Arthur Arthur Smith loves running the ball. It's like they could be down three touchdowns and they're gonna just be like run, run, run. And yeah. I mean Desmond Ritter only attempted 18 passes. And on first downs, they ran the ball 65% of the time last week, which was second only to the Cowboys, who were running it because they were up by 40 the whole game. But um, yeah, I mean, and one other note on that is like Bijan had 10 carries and Tyrell Algier had 15. I know people who play fantasy prior right away just think, oh, it's all Bijan. It's all Bijan. And that's pretty yeah. much, you know, their main attack. But Algier was really good too. Um, they got a pretty good, you know, combo right there. And they, they, as you said, they averaged five plus per carry um, and they ran it 25 times combined. So it's going to be a ton of running. We're going to have to stop the run. 
Totally. That's what I was going to say too, is like Bijan is a force, right? And he's so young and he's only going to get better. Kind of like what we talked about earlier. Um, so that is who I'm going to be watching for sure is watching. I mean, obviously not a matchup that we're talking about, but that's what I'm going to be watching the most is the runs. No disrespect, AJ Dillon, you are a gem of a human mayor of <laughs> County, all that, but got to step it up, buddy. Um, yeah. He, well, and to, to, to piggyback on that, yeah. um, I mean, Aaron Jones didn't practice at all today. Um, again, like we're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, we're, so we're not sure what he's going to be doing tomorrow or Friday as far as practicing goes. I mean, I would be surprised if he did play Sunday, to be honest. I mean, they like to be historically, historically, they're pretty conservative. Um, so AJ Dillon has a microscope on him. On this yeah. game, especially with, yeah, he's coming up on, you know, it's, it's his last year on the contract, right? It's like, buddy, what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's got a microscope on him this season, but mm -hmm. yeah, this game, especially if it's, if he's going to be the lead guy, um, because I, I think, you know, slightly less to an extent, the Packers want to run the ball first, just like the Falcons do. I don't think they're going to be quite as run heavy because they, I think they feel better about, you know, their Jordan love running the offense than the Falcons do about Desmond Ritter running theirs, but they are going to run the ball a lot and it, it's going to lean heavily on what AJ Dillon can do. And, you know, he is more built like what you would consider a workhorse type running back. So if he's going to be the guy taking the lion's share of the carries, you're expecting him to be able to do that over the course of an entire game. He's a thick boy. He's thick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I am going to be on the opposite side of you with Aaron Jones. I mean, I know he didn't practice. He's got the hamstring injury. I am putting it out into the universe that Aaron Jones is going to play this weekend. I just think that he is unstoppable. I know that, you know, he, he ran to the tunnel before. We were all like, oh, my God, what's going on? He was stretching on the side uh, during the Bears game. But I don't know. I'm going to put out in the universe that he is going to play. I hope I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. I hope <laughs> I'm going to be the positive Polly over here, but I'm going to say that showtime is going to be there and that he is going to dominate. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm watching is going to be uh, the run game this weekend. But Nathan, what about you? What, what is your focus going to be on? So we talked a little bit about, you know, Jordan loves composure and how, you know, looking at that. And I think on top of that, I'm, I'm really interested to see with these young receivers, this is again, this is kind of their first test as well. You know, that bears defense is not very good. It's not a, not a difficult one to carve up a little bit, but this Falcons defense is improved. I know the Falcons, you, they typically recently have not had any good defenses. You know, usually you look at the Falcons and you're like, okay, it's a, it's been a high scoring team in recent memory that, that also gives up a ton of points, but their defense is definitely improved. It's pretty good. And this is going to be kind of the first test for these young receivers. Again, um, they've got AJ Terrell at corner. Who's very good. Jeff Okuda might be coming back from injury. And then um, at safety, they got Jesse Bates, who had two picks and a forced fumble last week, Richie Grant. I just think, you know, I, I want to see if, and again, especially on those third downs and stuff, if these guys can continue to find the the soft spots and make plays when it matters against a, a much tougher defense um, compared to the Bears last week. So it'll be a, a very good and interesting test. And hopefully Watson and Dobbs, or hopefully Watson is good to go alongside Dobbs. And this, I mean, this gets this gets multiplied by two if Aaron Jones is out because they're going right. to probably have to rely even Correct. more on the passing game, obviously, if, if he's out. So um, definitely something to watch there. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, you want to, like you talk about 
you know, how, how well the Packers did, you know, on the money downs last week, third and fourth down. So Green Bay on third down, they were nine of 16 last week. So they, they were extremely good on third down. Conversely, Atlanta against Carolina, they were two of 10 on third down. So the, if, if you want to talk about, you know, where these games can be lost and won, I mean, the Packers were great when it counted last week. Um, I don't, I don't think they're going to be put in a ton of third and longs in this game, just because, you know, the, the Falcons pass rush, isn't that, isn't that fantastic. And clear, I mean, clearly we saw the Packers offensive line is one of the best pass blocking units in the league, which we expected, right? We're not, we're not surprised that they were good in pass protection. We weren't even surprised that Zach Tom was an absolute stud, like, cause Goody just finds those guys now. It seems like the norm. Um, but overall, I think, I would love to have Christian Watson in this game. He was in the rehab group today, which is more than he did last week. Um, so I don't, if the, you know, if that's an encouraging sign again, what happens tomorrow will be a way bigger determination, but yeah, I mean, getting, if you have one of those guys between Watson and Aaron Jones, I think that's huge. Um, I'm also going to be really encouraged. You know, Nathan's talking about, you know, the young, the young weapons. I think uh, Luke Musgrave will also continue to, to have another big part in this game too. Cause they targeted him a bunch last week. He had three catches. It'd be nice if he could keep his balance a little bit better. Well, at least he doesn't these. flop like Funyun <laughs> used to though. Like let's be honest. That yeah. boy was like a fish out of water. When yeah. Fall onto the field. I'm like, get up. What are you doing? This yeah. Is crazy. So I'm already, you know, most improved tight end. Like I'm okay with him. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to, I mean, and I, I think you can't ignore just how much, stuff they run for Musgrave as the first option. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge sign. I mean, a rookie tight end that clearly they were doing this in the preseason, you know, reading like reports from practice and training camp, they ran so much for him specifically. I mean, he's going to be a big part of what they do. So I think that's just going to continue uh, in a game where, again, if you don't have an Aaron Jones and you don't have a Christian Watson, he, his role is going to be even more intensified because they're going to be, Jordan Love likes the middle of the field, which is not something we're used to seeing the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that seems like that's where they're going to make a lot of their uh, a lot of their hay in the game. Musgrave could be a pretty good if if those guys are you know one of them misses that he could be a good fantasy start this week because yeah I mean especially with how bad the tight end position is it's like if people are looking for yeah, anyone that can contribute. Yeah, if you're if you're a prize picks player, I, I would I would think Luke Musgrave will be a lot of a lot of people's uh, choice in this game. Oh, yeah. look at that drop. <laughs> Andy would be so proud. Way <laughs> to get that in there. Pay the bills. Um, I don't know about you guys, you know, obviously with with what I do with the Packers with halftime post game, I'm watching all the rest of the games. And I just felt like week one was such a sloppy, sloppy week. And I get it. It always is, right? But I kept watching it being like, this is just everyone's a hot mess. This is crazy, but thankfully we were on the other side of that. And hopefully that continues this weekend. Of course, um, the Packers on top 38 to 20 over the Bears, the Falcons 24 to 10 over the Panthers. So this weekend, those two going up against each other, the ones that actually got the good side of week one. What do you think? Uh, final score predictions. So I'm going to, I have the Packers winning this one also. Um, I do think this is going to be. I mean, obviously going to be a lot closer than it was last week. This like the bears game was not close even in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I do think the, the Packers do have a little bit of bigger matchup issues in this game. Um, 
I'm not sure who's going to cover Kyle Pitts. Uh, he's an absolute freak at tight end. I mean, if you, whatever you think about Luke Musgrave, I mean, Kyle Pitts came into the league and had one of the best rookie tight end seasons ever. He's a hugely targeted weapon in their offense, obviously a safety valve. Um, if you feel right, pretty good about Jair matching yeah. up against Drake London, because it seems like if they continue their, um, their game plan that they are letting Jair follow number one receiver in the game. Uh, so if you feel pretty good about Jair and, on Jair and Drake London, I'm not sure who you put on Kyle Pitts. I don't know if you could put a Rasul on him. Um, but so I do think the Falcons are going to have more success on offense. Um, I've got the Packers winning this one 23 to 20. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, it's going to be one that makes us sweat a little bit more than we did last week. Wow. 23 to 20. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a betting woman. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like to, I work too hard for my money, but I was <laughs> the bets. Same with you. They're saying the Packers too. What do you think, Nathan? So I think this does for me, it kind of comes down to if Jones plays, I think if Jones plays, we have a slight edge. And I think if Jones doesn't, they have a slight edge, but it's going to be close either way. I am leaning towards um, what Monty said, where I think they're going to play it a little bit more on the conservative side um and not play him and so i'm gonna go i don't want to be this guy but i'm gonna go with the falcons <laughs> i was i, oh, I swear I, we, we hey. love this podcast <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry now hey, I, if they if they win then i have to pick against them every week now after this so. <laughs> but i was actually gonna say I've, i had this score in my mind before monty said 23 20 i had 24 20 falcons i think it'll be at you know low 20s game um i think you know, I don't think either offense will be great, but I think they'll be good enough to, to put up a decent amount of points. But I again, I if Jones doesn't play, I'm going to go with the slight edge to the Falcons and pick them. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I also I did pick I did pick I when I went through my record prediction before the season, I had us beating the Bears and I had us losing to the Falcons. I was like, two road games to start Jordan Love's like starting career. I'm, I feel like that's probably a split. You know, it's just, it's hard for me to imagine him going in and winning two in a row. But after what we saw in week one, I definitely am more convinced he can do it than I was before the season. Yeah. And I was going to, to kind of piggyback on that. So I, you know, I went through and I, I tweeted out before the season, I said, I don't have a record prediction because I don't really care what their team's record is this year. As long as they show development in every game. Yeah. Um, that's what really what I care about the most. So my, how I feel about them week to week is going to be like very fluid and I am picking them to win this week specifically because of how love looked in week one, right? If, yeah. if he would have won last week and he didn't look great or they won in spite of him, mm -hmm. I would probably feel different about this game, but how comfortable, and obviously this is part of it is the opponent, of course, but just how comfortable he looked, how, the, the command that he showed in the offense, making the right reads, even if he doesn't make the throw, he's making the right read. And like stuff like that shows a lot. And again, that's a familiar opponent, even though it's not familiar to him. Um, so based on what he showed me last week, I think that he has a chance to have another very good game and they don't need to, they're not going to feel the need to hide him in this offense, in my opinion. But I, I do think the opponent is much better. And that that's what you talked about with, you know, week to week, it's going to be very fluid and it's, you don't have, you know, you're not worried too much about the record at the end of the year. That's one of those things that's going to make this such a refreshing season is yeah. you're not, yeah. you're not going into every week. Like, Oh my God, we have to look perfect or else I'm going to be freaking out. Like we literally would complain about so many wins because we'd be like, 
ah, they didn't look that good, but they still yeah. won. They just didn't look that good. And it's like, it, you know, I, I love being that good, but it, after a while, it kind of gets old where you're like, it's, it's nice to just watch games and be like, Hey, it just want to see them get a little bit better. I want to see them improve. And if they don't, if they aren't looking good, you can be like, okay, well, they're young and there's still yeah. that. It's like, you're not freaking out about every little thing. And it's definitely gonna be so much more. And we put, we put that caveat out there of, oh, they played a bad team. But they did what good teams are supposed to do to bat yeah. them. They didn't. They yep. didn't squeeze out a win. I mean, that game was never in question. They were. They was in the fourth quarter. They had a three. They had a three score lead. So they they did what good teams are supposed to do to bad teams. So that gives me a little bit of confidence facing another team that's again in the same position as we are. The felt, you know, if whatever you want to call the Packers' current situation, is it a retool? Is it a rebuild? The Falcons are a year ahead in their rebuilds, right? They've already they've had their young quarterback for a season. They've they've cut a bunch of their contracts. They're playing a bunch of young guys. So this is going to be a real that this game is a a really great look at two younger teams that are they they're both close. Like these rosters, they both think they're close. They just need a little bit of the, a little bit of retooling here and there. And like it's going to be a really good comparison, in my opinion. I'm right there with you, Monty. It's kind of one of those years where you're like, I'm just hoping for the best. Like, not to be like that parent, but like, just go out there and have fun and yeah. try your best. But I'm also in a different, because you guys grew up as Packer fans, right? Like, you're yeah. old Packer fans. Yeah, not to keep talking about my hometown team, but when you're <laughs> a fan, you don't expect much. Now we're spoiled. Now, you yeah. know, Josh Allen, all that. But like for so long, you guys had the all-star quarterback. You had the Brett Favre. You had the Aaron Rodgers. You had that, right? So I think that's great that you, Monty, are going into this that like, I just want to be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I just want to be happy with my team and I want to have fun watching them. And I want to see this spirited young team. I am going to not be a pessimist like Nathan. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I am going to go. I'm going to say 21-17 Packers. I think it is going to be a close game. But like you said, Monty, yes, you beat the Bears. And it's not a huge thing to celebrate. But you should celebrate every single win. And I think that they were doing everything right. So I am going to go with 21-17. Nathan. is now I'm in a win. I'm in a win-win now because if we win, I'm happy, and if we lose, I get to say I was right. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> are you are you a superstitious person, Nathan? Um, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. As yes! my <laughs> I have that on a towel at home. That's my favorite office. Um, no, but truthfully, I'm like I'm I'm not very superstitious. I don't believe in jinxes. That's the one thing I'm yeah. very against. I hate okay. when when you're like, oh, he's gonna make this field goal. Oh, you're jinxing it. You're. I'm like it, me saying that doesn't have any. I don't have that. Field I don't goal. have powers. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, I do believe in like karma and stuff like that, but I'm not, I'm not that superstitious now. Okay. I was going to say, cause you said, you know, if they, if they don't win, then I'm going to have to say that they're not going to win. Or if yeah, they so do I, win, that, I, say they're not gonna I, win. I, I am a believer in like, you know, traditions like that. Like if it works one time, I'll be like, all right, screw it. I'll do it again and just see if it keeps working. But it's not, it's not something that I'm like, I have always have to do it. I'm not, I I'm will, not like that. Okay. I will say the, you know, we, Nathan and I, both as longtime Packers fans, we don't, we won't believe in the defense until they show it consistently. Yeah. But I will, I will say if we all pick the Falcons to score 20 or less. So if the Packers go in these first two games and don't allow more than 20 points, I'm going to be dangerously close to believing in the defense yeah. because that is a, that's in, in, in the modern NFL to hold a team under 20 is not easy. 
Yeah. Um, and, we trust is what I say. Yeah. And, and the, the Falcons have more weapons than the bears do. So if we're, if we're holding a team with a, with a, with a better offense and better weapons on offense to 20 or less again, I'm going to start to think that this defense could actually be for real, which is scary to think about because that never and happens. Then, and then they'll allow 30, <laughs> they'll allow 35. The yeah, next week, so. right. <laughs> the, the home opener against the Saints, it'll be a 35, 30 yeah. shootout or something. Chris, like Ola- Chris Olave is going for 150 <laughs> and two touchdowns yeah. on us the next week. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, <laughs> I think that wraps it up. Our first week, we made it. No one cried. We had a good time. Um, you know, Monty's having a good old time over there drinking his old fashioned. It's rude Cheers. that you bring them for all nice. of us. Oh, wait, Nathan, you're not even old enough to drink, are you? Yes, I am. I'm 23. You are? Oh, I literally yes. thought you were. <laughs> I literally thought you were. Dude, like- I I went I went to get I went to buy alcohol at the store like the other day this for the like the past weekend and the lady at the at the counter is like, you're not 21. I was like, yes, I am. Like I'm, I'm 23. And she's like, no. And she like, didn't believe, like she was like joking around, but she like, didn't believe me. She's like, you look like you're 18. I was like, I know I look young. She's like, this idea is not real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I promise you I'm 23. McLovin, you keep riding that out, buddy, because I paid yeah. good money for Botox. Okay. I haven't yeah. done it in a while. I'm wrinkling a little bit, but you, you keep that, that you are yeah. too young for alcohol. Better, better than the alternative for sure. Yeah. 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 You don't want them being like, so you're 47 and you're like, what? What? Yeah, I know. I'm like, your idea, I, wait, you're fine. You don't need that. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst I'm, feeling ever is when they stop asking you for IDs. <laughs> oh, but we made it. Um, you know, if you want to follow us on socials, um, for me, it's oh, hey, it's Shanna, S H A N N A. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'll never call it what it's supposed to be called now. I am, at, I am at Ferd Turgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And then I'm on tw- on Twitter at my name, Nathan Marzion, all one word, N-A-T-H-A-N-M-A-R-Z-I-O-N. And Nathan has all of your uh, Bucks goodness as well. Yes. Yeah. Love if you don't it. like the Bucks, if you don't like the Bucks, I would not recommend following me, but <laughs> you stay. If, I mean, I'll, you can still, you'll like my tweets on Sundays, so. Well, I was going to say, if they don't like the Bucks, if they follow you, they might end up liking them eventually. Oh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> that's a good way to that's a good way to look at it, you know? There we go. Create some new Bucks fans. There we go. But yeah, we'll be back with you every Friday talking about the upcoming game and the matchups that we are looking at. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Pack Go. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.